The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, over the next few weeks, we're going to talk to people about books. In fact, about three books that really mean something uh, to them. And we're starting today with Holly Carpenter, former model and social media influencer. Holly, good morning. Good morning. How are you getting on? You've picked three very interesting books. Yes. So let's start with uh, number one. It's a book uh, that we've covered on the show and that I've read. And it's a brilliant book. Yes. So this is The Heart's Invisible Furies by John Boyne. And I actually didn't intentionally pick three Irish authors, but it just happens that they're all Irish and they're all fantastic. Um, So I was 25 when I read this book. And basically it opens in Cork in 1945 when a 16 year old girl finds herself pregnant and the priest calls her up to the altar to shame her before family and congregation, before kicking her out of the church and banishing her from the parish. And this actually touches on what Daniel McSweeney was talking about with you when it comes to that time in Ireland with the mother and baby homes. It's obviously a very difficult part of our history to look at, but it's something that we can't forget. Um, And... Just this story revolves around the life of her child, Cyril, who struggles with his sexuality, but he takes on board a range of prejudice in Ireland over the 70 years. And interestingly, the opening episode is narrated by the child while he's in Catherine's womb. And he grows up as Cyril Avery, who's the adopted child of a famous Irish female novelist um, who's constantly reminded that he's not a real Avery. He's just adopted. And he's never he never feels at home. He never feels welcome. He never feels understood. And it's it's a really... It's it's such a difficult read at times, but it's the kind of book where you're going to feel five different emotions in the space of five minutes. Like John Boyne has such a dark sense of humour. He's an incredible writer. So there are parts where you're going to laugh, but then suddenly you're sad again. And then, you know, you just want to fight now, for Cyril. It's a while since we uh, talked to John about the book and a while since I read the book. But I, I remember being bowled over by the book. Uh, I also remember, and I'm just struggling to, to get exactly what I, I was a little dissatisfied with the ending of the book. Yeah, you're, it's not a fairy tale. It's quite heartbreaking. Um, and I think that, you know, Cyril shows that like he's never bullied into silence and you are fighting for him, but you kind of, you, you're left wanting a bit more, I think, but that's only because you just never wanted well, to end. That's, that's a good book. Yeah, exactly. It's a credit to, to <laughs> so, John so Boyne. So what did it mean for you? Uh, you know, you've picked this one as one of your three um, well, for me, I have a lot of gay friends, you know, I campaigned during the marriage referendum and I'll, I'll never fully understand the struggles of growing up as a young gay man or woman. Um, but it gave me a real insight into the pain. And although I've never experienced that level of hatred that, you know, a lot of gay people experience, we all know what it feels like to not feel wanted, to not feel understood. And also, I just think I owed it as an Irish woman to know more about like post-war Ireland um, and just to hear voices of the past. Of the past. Um, so, yeah, it just it, it was a real eye opener and I was an emotional wreck by the end. Now, uh, John Boyne obviously has written several books since and there's a new one out. But the, the one we recommend, if you haven't read it before, The Heart's Invisible Furies by uh, John Boyne. Now, the second one, uh, you said you're staying Irish and this time Marion Keyes. I know. I mean, I absolutely love Marion Keys. She's a national treasure. And of course, I'm going to talk about Rachel, Rachel's holiday. Um, so this is the story of a young Irish girl called Rachel Walsh, who's living it up in Manhattan. And she's partying away, thinks she's living her best life. But she's the only one who can't see that the wheels are coming off. Her life is spiralling. She has addiction issues, but it's like she just can't see it herself. Um, so her family hustles her back home and checks her into Ireland's answer to the Betty Ford Clinic. And she thinks she's going to go in and be chilling out with rock stars, getting massages, chilling in the spa. But actually, she's faced with some real hard work of, you know, um, therapy and self-discovery and all the painful things that none of us really want to have to do. But <laughs> it's probably a good thing to do. 
Um, and again, what does that mean to you, reading that book? It's obviously quite realistic. I mean, mm-hmm. there are lots of people like that. I mean, is there anyone that uh, within your own group of friends that would say, oh, you'd say, oh, they should read this? Yeah, definitely. I think like in Ireland, we have a really interesting attitude towards our drinking culture, addiction issues. And you can say, oh, sure, so-and-so loves a drink. But does that mean that she has a problem or does she just love a drink? And I think it's there's always a bit of a grey area. Um, and I think addiction impacts a lot of families. It's something really difficult. And I think we've all had our own rock bottom or maybe gone through grief or a heartbreak where we've relied on alcohol and looked back and gone, OK, I was definitely drinking too much at that mm-hmm. time. Um, or maybe we've had to have an intervention with a family member or something. So although it's a heavy topic, it's a hilarious book as well. Uh, as uh, Marion writes so well in, in that uh, comedic vein. Uh, also, I suppose it, it demonstrates that you can't really help someone who doesn't want to be helped. Exactly. And that's a difficult part of seeing someone in pain that you love. You really can't help them until they hold up their hands and go, right, I'm ready to to do the work and to help myself because otherwise you want to just smash your head against the wall. Like, you know, when you see someone repeatedly making these mistakes. And I will say, if anyone feels like they're a little bit too busy to pick up a book, um, you can listen to this on Audible and it's read by Marion Keyes, who it kind of just makes it funnier when it's in her voice as well. Um, the the third one is Asking For It by Louise O'Neill. Uh, and this is a, a book that caused quite a sensation. It did. I think Louise O'Neill is an incredible, incredible author. And um, this is a story about Emma, who's a popular, the most popular, popular girl in her secondary school. And it's a character that Louise deliberately portrays as dislikable, I think. Um, she's raped by several boys from her hometown and she finds that the world she has built is crumbling around her and the town crum- um, turns against her. And this book just really exposes the terrible way that rape victims are treated in our society. And, you know, it thrusts the rape culture that we're all immersed in right under your nose so you can't Mm. ignore it anymore. And And the thing is that the character doesn't know what happened. Yeah, exactly. It's, It's really difficult. There's a lot of alcohol involved, you know, and it's just... You know, this was before everything came out about Harvey Weinstein. It was before Me Too. So I think it was ahead of its time. And it's it made me really angry um, reading it. And, you know, the character just goes through so much. And, you know, then the perpetrators, you're kind of hoping for justice and all that kind of thing. But I think people have an understanding that when someone goes through any kind of sexual assault or rape, obviously the initial, you know, realisation and everything is horrific. But that doesn't go away in a year or two when you do a few therapy sessions. This derails someone's life and... The trauma stays with you for a lifetime. You lose like relationships. Your family might turn on you. People in your community turn on you. So it's really difficult and it gives a really deep understanding. And again, it's not a fairy tale. You're not going to see her skip off to the sunset. But um, I definitely recommend it's a must read. Yeah. And it obviously brings uh, to the fore the kind of judgmental attitudes that people have. Must have been her fault. Da, da, of da. course. You know, um, I know she has. She's faced with those comments. Well, you know, what were you wearing on that night? And you know, how many drinks did you have? And I hate that victim blaming. It makes my blood boil. Um, and unfortunately, I'm sure every woman in Ireland has a story where someone they know was in the kind of situation or anything like that. And it's 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 definitely just a book that I think every woman needs yeah. to read, particularly as well if you have young daughters. I mean, that breaking news we had a few minutes ago about the American tourist uh, who was yeah. attacked at Store Street. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one would be thinking of blaming him and saying. Why did you go down there? I know. Exactly. Yeah. Like you can't, oh, you can't, like, and especially now. Like any Dubliner would know that's maybe a dodgy area at half ten at night. You know, no one would dream of saying that. It's the bus 
station for heaven's exactly, sake. Exactly, yeah. I know. Sure, women can't go anywhere or wear anything without being blamed. Just don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you read much, Holly? Um, I love reading, absolutely love it. And of course, during lockdown and everything, I had more time on my hands. But I kind of feel like social media has taken over and it always creeps in and I'm on TikTok and Instagram and everything right before bed, which is not a good habit. So I felt like this was a good time for me to go, do you know what? I'm going in and chatting with Pat Kenny about reading. It's a sign I need to start reading more because I love it. Yeah. Now, these are, are books that have meant something to you. They're all quite contemporary books. Mm-hmm. Um, in your reading, though, growing up, were there particular things that you liked to read or even in school, were there particular things that um, you, you still remember? In school, yeah, I mean, I loved story writing in school actually more so. And I actually kept a diary from the age of five until I was 20. My I had, goodness. Yeah. Have you still got those? I still have them all. And it was every day. It was daily with drawings and different scenarios played out. And it's very funny to read back, you know, how I talking about a fight in the playground age five to a fight with a friend when I was 18. It's very different. So you haven't changed. <laughs> no, feisty. Um, but yeah, no, I love, I love just, yeah, I love reading. So I have to get back into it now as of today. Yeah. But of course, <laughs> uh, what, what you do now as a social media influencer is also in a sense creative. Exactly. Yeah. I love that storytelling, chatting, creating videos, content, engaging with my followers. So um, that's something that I still love to do. Okay. And the, the five-year-old that you find in the diary, we say you're feisty then, feisty now, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, when you look back on it, does it give you insights into, you know, the woman you have become? Definitely. I love to see that I was always sticking up for myself whether I was in the playground or in school. And I think like, I'm not going to say I'm going to be the next Louise O'Neill, obviously, but I would love to maybe write a book one day yeah. that I have this voice, you know, from five to 20, I might as well use it. But was there anything in it that would have predicted your, you know, did you say, I want to be Miss Ireland, for example? Well, I was, did you write that when you were eight? No, but I was definitely um, not camera shy and not shy of a bit of attention and liked a bit of lipstick. So that hasn't changed. <laughs> All right. I'd love to see those five to 20 uh, year diaries. <laughs> <laughs> fascinating reading I suspect Holly Carpenter a former model and social media influencer thank you very much for joining us on the programme The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.